When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Trampleweb Podcast for Saturday the 23rd of November 2019. I'm your host John Walker and with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Morning John. And Gordo. Bonjour. This is back to the morning team. It is. Finally. Wednesday morning. International football is over. I'm not that sad because for once I feel like I'm wrong. But we'll get on to that when we get to the Scots abroad and my annoyances with the squad and apologies for my cold and I'm probably going to pass it to you guys as well. Yeah, I think I'm already getting there. Yeah. Maybe it's just the morning. I'm not good in the morning. (laughs) Um, So not last week's picks, but a fortnight picks ago. Andy, you're upset because we want to breeze past us. You can give out your fatter detail to what we're going to fly through. Mm -hmm. I just had a good week. Two bankers out of three. Yep. Two values out of three. Yep, one mine, one zero mine. Zero outsiders. So you had one of each and God and I picked up the one slack for the podcast. But our biggest selling point is our first charity pick of the season. Yes. The shank man cometh. The weirdest treble ever. Oh, I was so happy. Do you think anyone tweet. else took that as like outside of this podcast? Do you think any of those bets came together no. outside of the west of Scotland? No. Or no. London perhaps? Nobody, nobody outside of this room is informed on Czech Republic La Liga. Nobody. Like, I know Mladen Boleslav are the second form home team in that league, but I have a stinking away record. So if you looked at a team in fifth playing seventh, you probably wouldn't touch it. Mm-hmm. Until you've realised that the home form's exceptional. Yep. And Lauren Shanklin scored were again. You, were you at the game? I was at the game. Yeah. I was great. at I didn't. I didn't watch it. I was out. Pretty poor first half. It was at Dens, so away from home. But uh, pretty poor first half. Uh, very good second half from Dundee United. Was Shanklin in the Scotland squad? Yes. And he oh, travelled out there. Oh, that's annoying. Uh, he was in the Scotland squad, he travelled out, he picked up a hamstring injury after the first game, so he sat on the bench for the ah, entire first game, Right, uh, was able to come on, was fit to come on, didn't, um, and then picked up an injury in training or something, so just... But you guys won comfortably, right? We did, yeah, against Queen of the South, so it was fine. But yeah, great, great week, uh, especially for me, and then brilliant for the charity bit, which um, is money in the bank. Yeah, which we have then sent on to, so it's 12 fundraisers in 12 months for Beats and Cancer Trust. It's uh, a friend of the show, Paul, that's run that. Um, so Yangi's got another maybe four events to go. But yeah, it's really good. It makes a lot of money. And it does get to a point when these places have to be a bit more creative mm. <laughs> to try and donate money. But my dream was seeing me put out this tweet. Mm-hmm. I did think Montrose would get involved. So they replied right and away. And they did. They replied right away. I was hoping Lauren Shanklin didn't at least like it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the person running Mlada Boleslav's Twitter going, who the fuck is Montrose and Lauren <laughs> Or like, just put in... <laughs> maybe, maybe they were. Mate, and, at the, and at the translate, like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> yeah, you would see like Montrose, Lauren Shanklin, Mlada Boleslav, and they're going, this must be a bot account. Yeah. Aye, or or like some sort of fraud attempt. Like we get we get Nigerian princes, but over there they get like fake football winnings from the UK. We just need your bank details and we'll transfer you your share. Yeah, so a pretty successful week. 
we're, I'm good, we're going to use this episode to, to drive home what the charity is. It's £10 of our own money. Yeah. On a treble, we do one pick each, and the winnings go to that charity. If there are no winnings at the end of the season, we will divvy up that money. So it was threatening to be like 350 quid at the end of the year. Yeah, but we're in. We're in so far. We're, we're 55. We're still probably in the, the red a little bit. But, so far. But yeah, so the losing bets still get donated to the charity at the end of the season. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Let's just bang on to Scots Abroad then, because this is where I... I feel like I'm going to apologise to Steve Clark, but I did not have the information that you've just lent me with Shankland. So I was raging that Naismith was in the squad. Yeah, but... This, but he think, was... The thing was is, Naismith good. turns up. He was good last when, night. When a lot of them don't. He's always there. Well, you know, my bug, my biggest bugbear, and I've moaned about it before, is the guy who ended the game with the armband on him, Callum McGregor, should be the captain. Because it shouldn't be someone who pulls out two squads after they've been yeah. the captain. Andy Robertson shouldn't be in the squad again. I don't. I, we are not in a position to go. Right, we've got world class left back. We need to use him because he's not. He's not played well for Scotland at all. He scored twice. England in his first game and then when, when was against this? Lithuania, he banged one on the top of the net. Uh, banged one on the was top. Was that on Cyprus? No, Lithuania. He was playing against it at that point. He, he might have also scored against. Uh, maybe three goals. He did score a screamer against Cyprus. He scored a screamer against Lithuania as well. But Oli Barca also scored against Cyprus. Was Robertson not with the t- Did he not? Was he not with He was the with team? them until they flew out to Cyprus. Until they flew out to Cyprus. So he bit, still went. But because he had um, Adidas, what's the right sponsorship? and what's Commitments. Commitments. Because he's a captain, he had to be there for the kit launch. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll be playing for Liverpool this weekend, right? He may or may not. Don't know. He may or may not. I mean, he's probably going to be playing for Liverpool, <laughs> well, right? There's a chance. A large chance. I'll reserve, I'll reserve my judgment until then. But... Stephen Naismith last night was really fucking good. Do you know what he brings to the team? He brings, like, the kind of thing that Scott Brown brought, which is, like, incredible experience of just playing against shithousery against other people. Like, backing in, for the free kick he won, backing into the guy. And then just falls over. And then he, the other thing he does as well is he wins headers, despite being the smallest guy on the pitch. That's, we we always use this example when he played for Rangers was, he is the biggest wee guy. I've ever seen we used to play him wide right because that's what Walter Smith used to do mm-hmm. was he'd switch a ball goal kicks would go out to a wide player and Naismith used to win every fucking header yeah. no matter who yeah. he played against but he is like 5 foot 9 no, he's not big yeah. he's tiny so, but he he was excellent so I don't actually it's annoying because you want to have an actual point of view on something and say if you're not playing for your club you can't be an international player Cute but, tier, but then he turns up and you go oh, fuck yeah, pretty good <laughs> like he was, he was brilliant last night I still don't <laughs> After having watched those two games, I still don't think we'll get through anyone in a playoff. I think we could win the semi final. Yeah. I don't actually know. We will find out, unfortunately. Yeah, what's the delay? Four months before the next game? No, no idea. No, why. but what's the delay on who we've got in the semi final? Friday, I think. Yeah. But, but why is it. Because there's a draw for the teams that come out of the higher pots, and then that can affect who's. Because I know Ireland, Northern Ireland's full sections decided. On who they play in the semis and the final. Hungary, Israel. The f- final for us is Serbia or Norway. Yes, so we know who the final is, but we don't know who the semi-final is. Yeah. Going. Well, so who's the semi going to be? Bulgaria? No, no it's Bulgaria Romania. or Hungary or uh, Israel. 
Is, is the... I thought you said, all oh, right, for us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, okay. Oh, you sorry, are you talking about the, the Irish there? Northern no, Ireland, I've got Bosnia, and then I don't know who they play in the final, if they get by. But yeah, so... It all seems quite convoluted, and I don't fancy us against anyone. But we go, uh, I don't know. I would take us at home advantage against most people just now. I think there's a wee... There's really? A, yeah, because I think by then... I think Tierney walks into that team at centre half, which is really alarming. Because he, he isn't. I, I thought McKenna was okay last night. Not for night. the first goal, though. He was fucking woeful. For, you, but he you stood cannot, off the guy. You cannot run back into your own box whilst the guy's getting ready to hit a shot for 20 yards. Yeah. And also, anyone that plays football, that's what you want. You want someone to stand in the goalkeeper's eye line, inside yeah. the box, yeah. that you can just call it. That, that ball, it went on off the post, right? But that guy could have put that ball anywhere on the side of Marshall and he wouldn't have been able to save it just because he couldn't see anything. Yeah. You even see him being, being raging at McKenna as if like, why have you just stood right in front of me and let him curl? You're just a goalkeeper yeah. without hands. You're a mannequin. <laughs> You're literally what people do in training where they set up the mannequin wall yeah. and take free kicks. That's what you just did. You just stood there and went, on you go. I was like, what the f-? So I thought Gallagher was okay but McKenna would be the one I'd be looking at chucking out of the team. You'd be putting Tierney in there. 100%. We need to play Tierney somewhere and if you're going yeah. to play Robertson at left back, where are you going to play Tierney? Yeah, Tierney. Oh, they've we've tried to play him at left mid, and that yeah, never works. That. No, I, I don't, don't. Right back, Leon Palmer was good last. I thought he was I okay. He second half as well. Really yeah, quite well. he's getting a lot of abuse, but I thought second half he was really good. What about England? Fucking strolling. They look really good. Mate, they're strolling it. They look really, really. good My concern. Oh, we get we get English listeners, but we need to do this. My biggest concern is the semi final and final of the tournament. They can win. Is it Wembley? I think they can win. It's very unfortunate <laughs> that they might actually win this. I think they're certainly good enough. And annoyingly, it's like the someone said a quote about... If I was talking to Ant, who does on the left side, down in Manchester, about Chelsea, and it was a quote they brought up, I can't remember who said it, but somebody said, has Frank Lampard done the impossible and made Chelsea likeable? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And I went, yeah, I've actually watched a couple of games and been like, this is quite good to watch. And it's the exact same with England where I'm going, oh, f- th- this is good. Yeah, they are good to watch. Yeah, Really and, good to and, watch. And take them on the handicaps anytime you, it, anytime yeah, you can. Yeah. I took them minus three and a half. Yeah, easy. Because that, yeah. that was over even money. Strolled in. And it beca- so it becomes really hard to dislike them because I still like watching good football. They are very good just now. Yeah. And they could win a tournament. Yeah. The last time I think, the last time I think I went into a tournament not minding England as a possible winner was Japan and Korea. 2002 yeah because yeah. I like Campbell because I like Arsenal so it was Campbell and Cole were in the team it was it was a good team yeah. Beckham was there uh, Owen Heskey it was just enjoyable to watch and I was like I'm going to actually I, I think I actually remember wanting to beat Brazil and I was like ah do you guys ever catch Pointless at all yep last night Pointless question was players that played in the 2018 uh, 2017 cup finals in either the women's cup fa cup final the fa cup final or the scottish fa cup final so right the pointless ones were the scottish fa cup final and the women's the final. women's one there was four players who weren't pointless only four and yeah. the english one uh it was so who, who played in the 2017 fa cup final the cup I don't even know who was in the final. Arsenal, Chelsea. Arsenal. Kim Little played. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. no. The, the male the, the one. Male the male one. FA, FA Cup. So the male FA, the female FA uh, the in Scottish England FA. or the Scottish FA? From the 2017? 2017. So who would be the most pointless for... Oh, there'd be loads, loads, loads of them. Loads of so Vic, Victor Moses or Rob Holding would have been the two uh, Both, Both pointless answers. Good. I, bet, I bet in the Scottish one, almost all were pointless. So almost all, with the exception of Patrick Roberts, Scott Brown... 
uh, the Craig Gordon and James Forrest. Really? Right. And the 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 only who was the only player in the Aberdeen team that wasn't pointless? John. That wasn't pointless? Yeah. Ryan Jack? Which <laughs> 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 is just fake. The, 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 the... I, I saw a pointless episode and it was Scotland managers since like after the war, right? And it was when Craig Levine was the manager. And obviously they filmed this in Manchester. No one knew any Scotland managers. The highest scoring answer was Alec Ferguson. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Uh, it was George current Burley. Man, current, or... current manager Craig Levine. Pointless. George Burley. Pointless. All, yeah. all of them. Fucking pointless. <laughs> Alec Ferguson. <laughs> this is why this section of Scots uh, Abroad is so important. Exactly. Because our... Imagine the, point, imagine the pointless one for us. Imagine getting that, getting onto pointless, and that's it. Scotland players currently playing abroad, and it's like I'll just do the whole section, right, and then we'll work from there. Our hundred to two hundred listeners in England have never been more informed on the man we're about to talk about, uh, Ryan Gold. Yeah, he's having a what man. a year he's having. I, I still honestly, I still can't understand why. What? See if he keeps this format for six, seven weeks. The issue is we now don't have a friendly between now and the semi final. Yep. There's, from what I see, there's no other player like. Right, that's incorrect. <laughs> Ryan Christie's a little bit like him in the way that he runs with the ball and creates. Ryan Christie, Ryan Christie's essentially going to kill James Forrest's Scotland career because James Forrest can't play in the left, and Ryan Christie is so much better on that right side. Mm. Um, but SC Ferenza, they won three one away at Valsim. They're now five points clear at the top of the league, so that's the second division in Portugal. So just a division below, he has to take on his heading up old team. I would honestly love if they went back in and got him. And just went, oh, fuck, we were wrong. No, I'd, I'd like him to come in and fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> like, really. Like, like, came, like, like he and, would have in the, he did in the semi-final before aye, they ruined his career. Exactly, by. they can't ruin his career now. There's no clause. <laughs> he can just show up and just turn over sports. I things. actually bet there is a clause. I bet there is a buyback clause going, nah, <laughs> if you're coming back here, yeah, we get you for... Six pounds. Six pounds. <laughs> Um, so that's since he's been fit this season that's 8 wins from 9 uh, they're in the last 32 of the cup yeah. which doesn't have Sporting or Benfica in it anymore no because Benfica get put out with that 10 to 1 team I was talking about at the time in the cup when I when I was like I, I texted I text Andy I was like this team like don't lose at home or whatever and I was like I'm not going to bet on because it's 10 to 1 and it came in I was like stupid cunt so they're, they're away on Saturday to Sertanese who are in like so when it goes to the third tier, it's similar to German's fourth tier, where it seems to be split up. Like I don't know if it's regionalized, like, gr- like eight group four There's A, four or... four different league threes. So all right, okay. But they are second of one of those leagues, which is really hard to gauge how good they might be because there's like a hundred odd teams below that. Yeah, but um, they're away to them. So if they get through, they're in the last thirty-two of the cup, which is. I mean, that's when you're getting into the business end. Absolutely. And I looked through a lot of those fixtures and went, who? Like a lot of lower end and a lot of second division teams still in that cup. So, yeah, he got a goal. Let's find out. Got a goal. His first goal in the league season this year. So he's had a few assists. He's won a few penalties, which I think actually should get you the assist as well. Um, It was a tap in for him at six yards. It was a really good game, really comfortable performance. Ferenza, the, the thing you'll see on their Twitter page is the way they've broken up the highlights now, though, is... It's going back to the manager discussing each incident. <laughs> and I'm like, I need this subtitled. So he discusses yeah, so the actual it was, manager of the It team. was more like a press conference and then they cut to and the then goals. They cut. Oh, okay. I don't, they're not showing him the goals at the time. It's just the way they've cut the... Yeah, I've got you. So 
but I mean, the quality of SC Friends TV's got even better. So I'm hoping that they can just add the subtitles because they're liking everything we tweet out. Yes, constantly. They still won't reply. Found out whose agent is, so I've now emailed them. Oh, and begged, please, to try and get these interviews kicking off. Um, Jack Harper, Alcacon won one 0 against Malaga, which was his side that he played for last year in La Liga too. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen the the team picture of him. You could easily, like, you asked me who that who the Scottish guy was in that squad. It, without seeing his face it's yeah. amazing to maintain your complexion even though he's lived yeah. there since he was born yeah. like he was born in Scotland <laughs> and then moved when he was like a year yeah so he's lived there his whole life and his complexion yeah, is yeah the there's not much us. we can do about this no um, he did have a really good chance with six minutes in which they then scored for the resulting corner uh, keeper made a good save it's broke out to him six yards out but the keeper has like been right on top of him when he's went to smash it um, they scored a heady goal pretty dull game from then on but he played the full 90 minutes. They are now, I think, sixth in the league. They're only one point off the playoff places. Charlie Gilmore and Holland. Telstar lost 2 0 to go ahead. Eagles. It was a mix up for the first goal. You'll see on the Twitter, the crossing. Him and number 16 are arguing. If, if either of them listen, it's definitely number 16's fault. <laughs> Charlie Gilmore's player goes back and his player goes in front of him. Yeah. And 16 just like stops. Free header. So I seen, but it's funny because it cuts off right away. Like you can see them arguing each other. It cuts off, and I'm like, ah, I wanted to see it. But he's got for people listening, what to try and watch. He's got a cup game that's on Premier Sports coming up against Ajax. Oh, away. Nice. That's if he survives. I seen him like try to tout for Rangers tickets for the final game. Really? Like I do. I also like and then worry about how open he is just with like being a Dutch player. Going, does anyone get tickets for the final game? <laughs> Ziggy Gordon, who's also yes, the main section yes. of this, and who I, I believe will be our first interview Woo! for the Scots Abroad section. Central Coast lost 3 1 to a very good Adelaide side, but all the goals are scored in like a 15 minute spell for them. Uh, Central Coast took the lead with a penalty, but that's Central Coast now second bottom. They don't have a big ask in being better than last year. They've already got two rounds further in the cup. Yeah. They, they only won three games last year. Yeah. They've won one already. So there is a chance. The problem they have is teams like Adelaide, Sydney are now kind of kicking off and pulling away. Yeah. They beat Perth Glory, which was a surprise a couple of weeks ago. Like a 3-2 game, was that? No, it was 2-1, two, 2-1 one, two, one away. Oh, right. But they did get pummeled. Um, but that's like the third game in a row where one of the back fours went off injured. So Ziggy Gordon ended up moving to right centre half, which I actually liked him at. He looked a lot more comfortable and I quite liked the right back that came on. That's not to say we don't like Ziggy Gordon. I just really liked him at centre half along with I think the guy's name's Tamuri but really, much better Ziggy Gordon met centre half and they never conceded in the second half yeah right job done that's it but the thing I like about Ziggy Gordon is really easy to follow the games because mm. this will be his, this weekend there's Sunday it's the third game again he's been live yeah. on TV and I did see him do an interview over in Australia saying that it's really hard because you don't really get coverage outside the outside of Australia and we're, I'm kind of going we've been we've been champing Australian yeah. football because every game is a goal fest Aye. it's now kicking off the first few weeks were really tight but it has now ramped up a bit Claire Emsley played her first game for Melbourne City so she's on loan from Orlando Pride so the American season's over she's went there started the game one each she got the assist played full 90 she had a good few chances to score to be fair um, a cut, one that she should have cut back to number 10 which I sort of don't know the name of and she would have pretty much had a free shot to go, but she's hit a shot side netting. But when I say she got an assist, she's played the ball in, and the person scored a 20-yard screamer. 
That's an assist. It is an assist in a sense, but the work's definitely been done. It Aye. should be like ha- you should get like half, half an, an assist. assist. For yeah, that. <laughs> the same you, way that you should still get an assist if someone misses a sitter and it, you've put it on a plate. It's the them. equivalent of going. Remember the way Alan Shearer and Chris Boyd used to hit free kicks, where somebody would just roll it to the side. Yeah, and the other one they'd get blast it. <laughs> it's like, assist. You go. I mean, you're getting the assist, but what did you really do? Yeah, wind could have done that. Aye. A slope could have done that. Uh, and the only other mention for- so racist. <laughs> And the only other mention goes to Lana Cleland. So the women's Serie A is now in round six, but this is her now training. So we were talking about her ridiculously impressive one-legged squats yeah. on return. But she's now tweeted saying that that's her fit, ready to start playing. So we're now going to be Fiorentina women's fans. It's hard to get coverage of the game's power. I was about to say, yeah. how do you do that? The only game, when I type in Fiorentina women's highlights, it goes back to the Arsenal quarterfinal of the Champions League. Like yeah. three months ago when they get scudded, I'm like, right, okay, this is going to be, it's going to be a bit harder than than anticipated, but I'm sure we'll get there. You'll work your magic, John. I will do. I have faith. So that is this week's Scots abroad. Our other point is our sponsor player Michael Hewitt, who plays with Cowan and Rangers. Yes, they won two one um, at home to Clyde uh, Clyde Bank. Uh, Clyde Bank, right? I did. I had wrote down Clyde there. Well, they, they put Clyde on their thing, but when you scroll down to the team sheets, it's Clyde Bank. Um, which just like they are two different teams. Yeah, um, don't, don't try and take a win off the bully wee. Anyway, talking about shy Clydes, um, we have two one. Uh, Mikey Hewitt played ninety, um, and apparently it was quite a heated game. But as are all junior games. <laughs> I've never seen a junior game paid at like a oh yeah, a very friendly pace. But that's that's exactly it. The thing that annoys me is I still can't find his goal. So Ben Grant, if you're listening, what are we paying for Ben? I know, going to find me that goal. I still can't find it anywhere. I've typed in. I would say I've typed in every. Someone will have recorded it on their phone and just not uploaded it anywhere. They'll just be sitting. Yeah, but they've, they, on they've Samsung. uploaded other goals. They've loaded, uploaded other goals. They've uploaded press conferences from the game in which I can't see the goal of. Yeah, it's, sitting on somebody's phone. No, it could be even worse. The person might have been like camera in the wrong way. So it's just a picture of their face celebrating when they put it in. <laughs> This week's picks. This is the fun part. I'll go first because we're back in it. I want to want to get the glory in first. Uh, my banker Hamburg at home at Dresden. One to three. If you look at Hamburg's form overall, it's terrible. But they have played four, go- uh, f- one game in the cup away and three games away. They've not been at home for five weeks. Yep. So this will be the first game back at home. Dresden are absolutely terrible, awful, really not good. Um, I just really fancy Hamburg. I don't think you would have got a team second in the league away, a team second bottom. At one to three, three, unless it was the fact that if you look at Hamburg's really poor travelling form, but I'm going for a return to form at home, Hamburg to close the gap at the top of the league to win one to three at home at Dresden. For me, my banker this week, my bankers have been pretty poor the last couple of weeks, so I thought I'd, I'd, I'd rein it back in. Go and try and win one. Aye, good. Really, that's what I'm working yeah, on. I put these on as a treble, and it's very annoying when Aye. one of them lets it down. <laughs> well, yes. Um, Barca away at Leganis. So Barca are top of the league. Leganis are bottom of the league. Barca are 2-5. Leganis have six points from 12 games. Barca are sitting top at the moment. I mean, they had issues at the start of the season, but they're finding form again. 
I was trying to pick a banker this week that was a bit more bankerish instead of being like nine to ten, and then my value being slightly over evens. I mean, so I've I've warned you before. Yeah, I've, I was trying to pick a banker that was more bankerish. Right, so the point of the actual banker bit. Oh yes, yeah. good. Glad, glad that we're doing the thing we're saying. I wish, I wish we had a listener, like a, a camera in here, because I've just seen John drinking cool. directly out of a cough bottle and laughing and spraying some of it. Yeah. Um, due, due to this being a po- it's brandless cough bottle. Yeah, brandless cough. There are many different. There are many. We're, different. We're, not, we're not subject to the rules of the BBC, <laughs> <laughs> as if we're somehow well, your taxpayer. Before your, your eight-minute Benelon section maybe, coming maybe, up. Maybe we should be, because if any of us get involved in some sort of sexual offence, we can just do a puff piece interview and get away with it. <laughs> how's that? How's that Benelon cough mix been working out for you, John? Is well, it good? The, the thing with it is, that I don't sweat, <laughs> so it's really easy to drink this. Oh, I've never. It's pretty gross to see someone drink out of a cough bottle. There's, 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 mate, mate, it is not nice drinking it. Oh, yeah, but of course it's not nice drinking it. Speed up with a spoon. It's one of these things like you only see rappers do. That's 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 it. They, they are it. known for drinking you cough drink bottles. Drink cough bottles. Yeah. John, John, and rappers. This has gone straight over my head. Like if that's a reference to something, it's, no, it's, it's not. It's rappers not. genuinely do drink cough mixture out of the bottle because it has like, like opioids in it, and it's like, it's a thing called lean. How do you know this? I'm very involved in the rap. You've Daddy, made, Daddy you've from the made bed. this up. I will show you later on. Why, what a weird thing to make up, right? I, right. I'm glad that all of our educated listeners will. will if any of our listeners ex- are... exonerise me on the here, um, so yeah, Barca two to five on that lean. Uh, my do, you banker, a, do, you, do you have a more bankerish banker? I hope so. Um, I'm in the I'm in the Danish Super League. This is Sunday, three pm. Copenhagen, second place in the league. Um, they're falling a wee bit behind Michelland, uh, who are now seven points clear at the top. Um, however, where Copenhagen have lost that ground's very much been when they play away from home. Their home performances have been absolutely dominant. Uh, you have to go back to May last season for their most recent home defeat, and that was against Norgeland. They've played seven home matches this campaign. They've won six of them. They've drawn once. Hobro, on the other hand, they're 12th of the 14 teams in the table. They've only got five points from seven away games. This will be a reasonably comfortable home win, and I'm going to be at it as well, so I can let you know how mm. that oh. goes. I'll beat the Norgeland game as well on Friday, but that's... I'm, Are not, any I'm your, not betting on that. Oh, I thought all your picks would have been your... Games, games that I'm going to... No. No, but I really do fancy Copenhagen in, in this one, so you'll get them at one to three. Nice work. Uh, value, Bohemians at home to Prebram in the, the Czech La Liga. Bohemians 1905 are 4-5 to five to win at home. If you look at the form, they are absolutely stinking in general. Um, they've lost 2-1 to one, two, drawn 1. They've lost a lot more if you go further back. They've lost the previous three to that and drawn 2. So they've only won 2 and 10. But if you go to their home form, they've won 4 of the last 6. The mainstay here is if you go to Prebrams away form, that is a lot of red. Wow, they have lost. A, they have lost their right last fourteen games, last ten in the league. So they're only separated by three points in the league. But when you switch, so it's twelve versus fourteenth. If you switch that to home form, Bohemians are sixth to the worst away team in the league with zero points. That's a good find. Three goals for twenty-one conceded for the away team. They are stinking. You get even money and. Bohemians are good at home. They've only dropped points to teams that are in the top uh, top half at home. Nice. So yeah, I think you're getting really good value for that. So Bohemians nineteen oh five are even money at home to Prebram. Uh, my value pick is in the French second division, the Dominoes French second division. Um, for Gary, <laughs> as he pointed out. Um, so uh, 
I mean, it's Grenoble versus Nancy. So Grenoble, in their last 10 matches of home, have, dra- have drawn seven. So they've drawn nil-nil in most of these. Um, they're drawn against good teams. They're drawn against bad teams. They're drawn against everyone. Nancy away. If you look at their um, relative form as well, they are six of nine they have drawn. Um, it's a game that's got draw heading towards it in my book. Uh, 15 to 8. Um, Nancy as well are drawn against teams who are better than them and also beating. Um, but they, they tend to beat in the cup when they play op- opposition who are the, the kind of level up. Grenoble aren't the level up. They are. This game's heading towards a draw. It's the kind of draw we've talked about before. It's the kind of thing before I'd been like, oh, maybe Grenoble will sneak that one each draw. No, no, draw. Draw, draw, draw. 15 to 8. There's a lot of no nils there as well. Yeah. Like a lot. And three of the last five meetings at Grenoble between Grenoble and Nancy have been draws. Have been draws. It's just it's heading good. towards a draw. <laughs> right, Andy, what you got on draws? Or non-draws? No, I'm in the Croatian League. On Saturday at four thirty, I'm hoping John can help me out. Help me out with this one. Give an opinion on this. Um, it's Lokomotiv Zagreb away at Slavin Belupo. You'll get Lokomotiv at better than even money, eight to seven on Bet three six five just now. So Zagreb are third. Um, they travel to eighth place. Belupo is a ten team league, so eighth isn't as good as it sounds. Through fifteen <laughs> matches, Zagreb <laughs> have over double the amount of points, so they're twenty five points to Belupo's twelve. Uh, form is very much with the away team here. They've taken 11 points from their last five matches. Balupa have only taken two from their last five matches, so a bit of a discrepancy. Over evens, form mismatch like this, I think it represents pretty good value, especially if you look at the 10-game form table, you see Zagreb still in second place in that with 21 from a possible 30, and Balupa bottom of the 10-game form table as well with only six points. So, John, value or not? There's good value. Yeah, the only comparison I can make is the Easter results, which have been were both two and three weeks ago. Locomotive went away to Easter and comfortably won two 0 and Slavin Bilipo drew nil nil at home to Easter, yeah. who are the worst team in the league. Well, I think it might be Vazadin now. It's Vazadin. Easter are just a level on points for Slavin Bilipo just now. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I like. I think I've taken Locomotive Zagreb a couple of times as well, but I think we've bet against Slavin Bilipo even more. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there was a, I there was a couple of weeks you were... Yeah, I don't think it. they've ever let us down. No. Like it, and better, but, than, better than even money in this spot for the form mismatch just looks really good. So that's Lokomotiv Zagreb, away at Slavin Blue Bowl, 8-7, Saturday at 4.30pm UK time. Okay, and for my outsider, I'm going to the Australian League. Perth Glory are playing Sydney FC. This is what happens when I forget my notes. I have to actually do it. Well, concurrent. Sydney are second in the league, Perth Glory are sixth. So Perth Glory won the championship last year, but they have definitely struggled with the season so far. They have won one in the opening five games, they've drawn three. They lost to Ziggy Gordon's Central Coast Mariners. And again ga- in, in a game they did dominate, but they lost two one. Sydney, however, won four out of five. They've only lost to Western Sydney Wanderers away. I just think the way they're playing, they're starting to hit a bit of form. Perth Glory look like they've, I think they've lost from, I looked at the team that played in the last game of the league season last year to now looks like seven players that have changed they've lost that's quite a lot they've either lost Andy Keogh or he's injured who was their top scorer yep. last year I just think that it's maybe a team that have ran out they won the league they've done their job and the players have kind of shut off a bit you're getting Sydney FC at uh, 7-5 they are the outsider I'm not really sure why. Sydney FC have the better head-to-head and at Perth they've um, won four, drawn one, lost one in the last six I can see. They won another one in extra time. 
they do have the better of this. They're in the better form. For an outsider, it's pretty good. Perth Glory aren't scoring a lot of goals, roughly a goal a game. Sydney are scoring two goals a game. It just seems like by going by all the stats that I would normally base it on, it, it's a good shout for Saturday morning at 10.45. Sydney FC away to Perth Glory. Do you know if it's on TV? It will be. That'll be the team. Super. It, it's always Saturday 8 and 11, Sunday 6 and 9 if there's two, and you normally get the Friday game on at 11 o'clock. Decent. That's it. B- BT's coverage is really good it's just a shame they wouldn't do it for fucking Scottish football or something like where they would have four games on a weekend and go there you go aye but that's because they want people to actually go to games as well though so they're not going to screen them in Scotland yes I suppose yeah and, but the thing with Australia is that you've got the nice weather as well so folk would tend to go to the football what does it, what does it matter to BT anyway like no it matters to the people that give out the content. oh yeah, right, okay. yeah. and it also like would be really, it'd be really shit to show a live like Dundee Derby with a thousand people in the stadium because yeah. they all went, it's fucking freezing. They showed that live to Indy Derby. Yeah, they moved it to to Friday night. They wouldn't show like just all the Scottish games. They, you just couldn't do it. it right? Okay. That's, that's we need fine. we need people to go to live football. Okay. Moving forward, um, so my outsider is Auchinleck Talbot at home to Arbroath in the Scottish Cup round of thirty two. So the Talbot at home are pretty good. They've beat Cove Rangers and Air in the last two games they've played against. Arbroath are not very good away. They're, they've taken some big scalps, but they tend to struggle against teams around them in I've, that area. Yeah, but Auckland Talbot are not around our broth. Uh, well, no, but they've beaten teams who are better than our broth. Yep. Air and, and Cold Rangers. Um, Auckland Talbot are 5-1 to one here. It's a plastic pitch. It's a hard place to go. The fans are going to be booing you. It's not It's not a pleasant cup tie for it. Like, any team that has to go there. Hearts turned them over a couple of years ago and won 4-0, but no other team goes there and does any damage. And if you look at Talbot's home record, it's all in the cup, and it's all green, with the exception of Stranraer in 2013. So, it's I, I think the Talbot are a good price, and in the last round, if you look, they played against Cove Rangers, um, and were 11-4, and won. They won with a late goal, which is fine. I think 5-1 to one is, is, is pretty good odds for that. I don't that. know, I just, wa- I just watched the championship of it. I, I know nothing really about Auckland Talbot, but I've seen our both this year and they're they're pretty good. They've, they've beaten Dundee United. It all just depends on what sort of team our both put out in the cup. I mean, I don't see them as particularly challenging for the Scottish Championship, so I think they might be kind of keen on a cup run. Okay, well... I, I, I don't know. Again, this is the biggest game of Talbot's season and it will be because they're playing against opposition who are full time mm-hmm. um, there's been a lot of money put in talking like Talbot as well in that league and they're, they're doing pretty well overall um, I think 5-1 to one is a, a good outsider and 5-1 five, five is great and the fact they knocked out here for me would be a big be yeah. a big factor on that 5-1 to one's really so, strong and are Air a second? Air a second but Air were managerless at the time they just they just sacked Ian McCall or they, well no Ian McCall had left to go to Thistle but they did win like their next two games right after that yeah so they do seem to have a I don't know. I just I just think cup games where you don't know if the if the the larger team is going to be taking yeah. it seriously or not mm-hmm. is hard. Are, yeah. are, are, are dodgy. It's not a game I'd like to bet draw or even the other way. Like like it's not like I'd be putting on a banker coupon. Do you know what I mean? Like oh yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't. Yeah. Pu- yeah, on the other yeah, like, cause I you're going to get one to two or something. Touch something a broth. I yeah. wouldn't touch a broth. But I think I think five to one. Um, I, I I'm, I'll be on it. So cool, cool. Um, my outsiders in the German Dritte Liga, the third league in Germany, Saturday at one o'clock. It's Magdeburg versus Unterhaching, and I quite like the look of an inform Unterhaching team at big odds of three to one. 
uh, away from home. They're third place in the league on 28 points. Magdeburg are 11th in the league on 20 points. I think they share that spot with, with three other teams. Unterhaching haven't been beaten away from home this entire season. Their last away loss was on May 4th, which was last campaign. It could be a close match, but I'm very much happy to side with not only who I think they're the better team, but also the team at a much bigger price. Um, so I'll take Unterhaching away from home, 3-1 to one on Saturday. It looks okay. 3-1, to 3-1 is great odds. I, I mean, for me, it's going to need... I'm... I'm I might even jump on like a 1-0 because I think looking at the, like the goals scored and conceded, they're going to have to keep a clean sheet because mm. they don't seem to score. What's, what's that they've got? It's roughly a goal a game away from home, so they're going to need to keep a clean sheet. But they, do, they don't concede a lot. They won't concede four away from home. Yeah. 3-1's really good. 3-1's big for a yeah. game that you, you look at and go, oh, I don't want to pick a winner there. It could go either way. And then you find out one of them's 3-1 and the yeah. other's even. That, that's exactly how I'd put all these outsiders, although they are outsiders, as I would not bank on the banker. I would not go for the favourite. No, I would, you, you wouldn't want to be taking I the, would not be going for Perth, Arbroath or Magdeburg. The charity. Let's do it again. Again, a Let's reminder of again. what we do. Boom. £10 of our own money. The winnings, so treble, winnings go to a charity of our choosing. And unless you give us another example, we're more than happy to keep giving it to 12 fundraisers in 12 months for our Beats and Cancel yeah. Trust. So I'll start. It's Carvina. So I'm going to the Czech League again. It's, it's where I'm safest because I don't feel like I've been let down yet. So I'm going to keep going until... Until something back, like back until, against Carl Zeiss Jena until they win. Yeah, or until the bookies like seem to... Oh, I, I, Jena this week, are, I've got a, a game that I thought you'd have been all over, like backing against them. <laughs> <laughs> so Victoria Pilsen, who are second in the league, are away to Carvina, who are second bottom. Um, Pilsen have the second best away record. Carvina have the worst home record. Played 7-1-1, scored two goals, conceded seven. So they don't concede a lot, but I'm more concerned with how many goals are conceding in general just now. So it's 3-1, 3-2-4, and that was all nil. So that's a mixture of home and away. Pilsner starting to hit a bit of form after a rough start to the season after getting knocked out of the Champions League. I really fancy them to go and deliver a decent scudding in this game. I think it could be 2-3-4. Two, two, I would imagine 2-0 the way that Carvina are playing only issue is with this league I have no idea if Pilsen have lost any players yep. on international duty yeah. Carvina won't have had any on international duty minus one is seven to five and that's what we're taking that's what I'm taking Pilsen minus one away to Carvina mm. okay um, we are heading to the French National um, for the champion, uh, the charity bet for me it's Bourg Perinas at home to Le Puy. So, um, Berg Perinas are a pretty decent team in this league. They're in seventh, they've got 20 points. Lepoy are bottom of the league, uh, 18th with seven points all season. That's having played 13 games. Um, head-to-head, Berg Perinas are pretty good at home. They've drawn two and won three of their last five games. Uh, Lepoy have only won one of their last five, and that was in the cup against a team that has no record on flash score. Like as as like has never played in the cup before. They haven't tracked them before, um, and they won one 0 after a red card to the other team scoring the 80th minute. So, 
the Poyer in not good shakes. Uh, Berg Perinasser at home, and you'll get them at 9 to 10. And they've beaten better teams than this. They've beaten Villefranche, they've beaten Dunkirk. They were one of the first teams to turn over Dunkirk on their when Dunkirk were steamrolling. League. Right, okay. So, 9 to 10. Okay, no. And to complete the charity bet, England um, Premier League, Saturday, 3 pm, Brighton and Hove Albion versus Leicester. Uh, taking the away from home team Leicester, uh, even money. They've won their last five matches in the spin. They've looked really well organised. They're absolutely ruthless in attack. Uh, Vardy scoring for fun. 18 goals across the five victories. And they're a well-deserved second place on the table. Brighton are, well, they're comfortably mid-table, but I'm not backing any team against Leicester in the league at the moment. And I think even money for them playing Brighton is, is just a big, big price. I was saying to God before you got here, actually, Brighton last season, I went to take this bet because I think they were more dogged and a wee bit more mm. structured. The way Graham Potter's got them playing seems to be actual attacking football. Yeah. I think Leicester will tear them to shreds. Yeah, I think they'll rip them the, w- the way they're playing just now. The way that Leicester played against yeah. Arsenal was just oh. very, very impressive. Against, way, against Liverpool, they should have had a draw yeah. as well. So. By the way, on those, on that, we did tell everyone. Aye. Did you, I, I didn't back against I, Arsenal because I, 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 I couldn't could, bring myself no, to do it. No chance I could do it. But, but I was watching it and I was like, yep, the, Leicester should have been about 3-0 up in the first half. Yep. The same. It was, it was the, always the coming. same thing with the pressing. It yeah. just. It was just. It was suicide. And Tottenham have taken the steps that Arsenal need to take. Not an appointment, Mourinho. Thank fuck that's not <laughs> happening. But getting rid of the manager. Yeah. If if Tottenham have realised that Pochettino cannot turn that around, then what the fuck are Arsenal doing? Aye, what are they hoping for? Yeah, Pochettino at least had some sort of track record of building the team. Yeah, we've done nothing. So yeah, see, so I hope people did actually jump on. And Vardy was evens as well. And it, it's easy money. And, um, so yeah, so the charity treble is Leicester. Uh, Berg Perinas. And Pilsen minus one. And you'll get good odds on that because all of them are even money or higher. Yep. Shout out last night to George Jones as well who was talking about Mourinho being the next Spurs boss. Spurs boss. And then within 11 to hours. 10 and then was in. Wow. Yeah, that that's bad though. Like you know how those rules against tapping up players like tapping up managers should be yeah, a, yeah, well, he's not a manager he's just doing fucking punditry yeah, but him he, and Wenger but, but sitting I mean, in that I mean more for Pochettino's side is that that's obviously lined up this happens in business all the yeah. time that's not just a football but, thing but then just like, rem- you don't, you don't but get, just remove it people do it with people do it with spouses because Simon <laughs> and partners though Simon, like, you, don't get, you don't get rid of the current one before you've got something in the pipeline people do well <laughs> not educated people <laughs> Sometimes things can be that bad. You just need out. Oh, absolutely! I, I agree t- with that. I would but. happily, I would happily take Emery sacked today and have like five weeks ago. And what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Oh, yeah, that just, it just happens. Fucking, as... Just shag Freddie on back from it. <laughs> yeah, it happens. <laughs> it happens at a temporary. Your your caretaker girlfriend. <laughs> it, happens, <laughs> it happens. It happens on some occasions. But I, I would. I can't believe anyone's surprised that. Levy would have had a plan in place. That he's already been sending. He's of course he's done that. Of Mourinho. course he's done that. Disgusting. He's gonna yeah. He's gonna lose that dressing room in like fucking six weeks again as well. Also, I think I texted us in the group chat. Come on, look, Drew Hamilton. He did. I've seen that. <laughs> Zero surprise. Do you think we should break the deadlock in that by picking a draw for them, and then maybe one of the teams will win? No, we just stay away from Kilmarnock. No, but Hamilton. I'm actually annoyed that we didn't take the draw because it was only when I it was like Saturday, no, it was Saturday like half four, and I was going, it's two one. I was like, oh, they've got a guy sent off. Kilmarnock are going to score. 
This is going to end. This is going to end another fucking draw. As soon as the goal came in, I was like, "You're fucking kidding me on." Mm. Any updates on your fantasy football? Well, before be- that, is there anything else this week that you like? Because I want to point out that the Japanese leagues are getting really close to completion. There are thir- thirty-four games, uh, eighteen-team league. We're in round thirty-two of matches, and it's pretty tight at the top. I especially like Tokyo versus Shonen this weekend, and you'll get Tokyo at odds of four to seven, which I think are really big odds for a home win. Oh, I in can a see a lot of L's in the other teams. <laughs> yeah, wow. It's only L's. Um, so Tokyo just now are top of the league by one point from Yokohama and the Kashima Antlers are only three behind Tokyo and they've all played 31 matches. So it's really tight. These teams need wins. Shonen are in the playoff place down at the bottom and they've not been very good. I think 4-7 or seven for a Tokyo win's really good. Yeah. And you can also watch the conclusion to this league on the Rakuten Sports app. And the Japanese league's just great fun. So it, that's something I would look out for. The other one I was going to say was just when you said that, I forgot about this, was um, Atalanta at home to Juventus. I fancy Juventus. Um, they're 11-8 to eight away from home, so they are valued. They're still the favourites slightly. But Atalanta have uh, drawn three, lost one at home to Calgary from Gordo's amazing shout for a few weeks ago. So they've not won. They've won one game in five, and that was a home to Udinese. Juve are on four in the spin. That that was a way to Torino at home to AC Milan. So there's some good scalps in there. just seems like really long odds for Juventus. To be playing a team who aren't in form, yeah, I actually fancy um, Cagliari as well. Um, they are fourth in the league and they're playing against those milk cunts, Lecce, um, and they've <laughs> and uh, uh, Cagliari are, are they've won a lot of games away from home. They drew, they beat Atlanta, they drew with Torino, they drew with Roma, they beat Napoli, they beat Parma. Like this is a team that are going to go to there and win, and they're five to four away. I wasn't confident, like. None of them it didn't make more sense for any one of them unless I'm putting it into what I'd consider a banker, but it's been debunked as a banker. So. Okay, no. Any updates on your? Or would be none happening this week? Because well, nothing happened this week, but last week Gordon got his first win of the yes! season. Yes! At the behest of Andy. He beat me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I forgot that was the derby. Yeah. He beat me 32 31. Which is comfortable. <sighs> Not comfortable. And it only. <laughs> only happened because your your defenders scored goals yep. in fairness um, I've you yeaned them you're he's gonna, been yeaned you're gonna I'm glad that you derive so much pleasure from your, your I do. measly three points I do <laughs> you're just taking that from that um, uh, I hope you're happy with the it's the what's that channel 4 TV show that with the, uh, they make dinners for each other Oh, come down with me. Think of the guy who freaks out. I hope you're happy with your measly £1,000 because you've lost a friend. <laughs> this guy just goes wild. <laughs> oh. back, back back, to it this week. Um, who have you got this week? Um, Does it, it really doesn't Neil matter. Neil Moore, you're playing top of the table. I, so another scalp coming my way. Neil, watch uh, out. What's the Facebook group for the betting? So, please do join our Facebook group. It's just... Search Trampled Bet Podcast and ask to join the group. We've got a good community there. A lot of guys sharing tips, sharing good shouts, uh, discussing the picks that are on the podcast, but also bringing up picks of their own and yeah. little discussion points. So do get involved. There's a lot of good value to be had there and it's quite good fun. So Trampled Bet Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can get me at John Wonker underscore 1986. You can get me on Twitter at ASV Sports. And you can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. And you can get us all at Trampled Bet. Um, have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Podcast Network.